0: New episode this morning, guys. This is episode 689. Tune in tomorrow morning as well. I've got Scott Brinker tuning in. He created the MarTech charts. You've probably seen it, the LumaScapes. It's a bunch of logos on one page, sorted by ad tech, you know, different ad tech or marketing tech companies. It, this one piece of content gets over a million uniques, okay? We also talk about the future of CRM and passive monetization of content with again, Scott Brinker, CEO of the MarTech chart. Good morning, everybody. Nathan Lacker here. My guest this morning is Phil Nadal. He's the co-founder and managing director of Barbara Corkin Venture Partners, one of the largest and most active angelist syndicates where investors can invest alongside him and Barbara on the same terms in promising high growth startups. Phil, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Why has Barbara chosen to go this angelist syndicate route? I think this is probably a model most people are not familiar with.
1: Well, uh, Barb and I believe strongly in the syndicate uh, model. It's a great way for us to sort of share our deal flow with individual investors who are looking to invest, but, but don't have a lot of money necessarily to put into each deal. So it's a great opportunity for people who want to put you know, anywhere from 1,000 to 20,000 into each deal, they wouldn't be
0: able to get access to these companies directly. So we're able to share it with them. So I'm going to your website, I can click the link to actually view your profile on AngelList. It's got a video featuring Barbara on Shark Tank and then it kind of lists you, your bio and all your portfolio companies. When did you launch this syndicate? Uh, so I get a sense of how old it is and then how many deals have you done over that time frame?
1: So we launched it, um just under three years ago, uh, two and three quarters years or so ago. And uh, so far, we've syndicated 38 deals.
0: Okay. And walk me through one of those looks like, right? So so maybe can you, t- are there any of these that you can share publicly? Like, can you share the, 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 or the RockBot one?
1: Uh, well,
0: RockBot isn't a
1: company that we syndicated. Let's talk about the most recent one that we're just closing now. Right. It's called Barn and Willow and they're basically disrupting the window treatment space. If you're familiar with Casper, the mattress company, what Casper has done for the mattress industry, Barn and Willow is doing for window treatments, window treatments like blinds and shades, that, that type of thing. That is an antiquated space. All the incumbent companies are really archaic, old technology or no technology. It's an offline mostly experience. And the sizing, uh, you know, the measurements is very, very inaccurate these days. But with Barn and Willow, it's 100% accurate. They built out some great online tools. They have a direct-to-manufacturer supply chain. So they're saving people money, and you get the best quality. It's really an innovative company.
0: And so, so how does, again, let's say I've put $2,000 in your syndicate on AngelList. I, I, I mean, the value is... I'm a Nathan in Austin, Texas. I'm not on Shark Tank. I don't I wouldn't even get this deal flow if I wasn't in your syndicate. Now, how do I get a return on that two thousand dollars?
1: Well, if I could, let me back up for a second because sure. I wanna just clarify one thing. The the companies that Barbara invests in on Shark Tank are completely separate and apart from the companies we invest in at Barbara Corcoran Venture Partners. So there's no overlap whatsoever. In fact, we're focused on different types of companies.
0: Sure, Phil. Just to be clear, though, I want to make sure the point I was making is either inaccurate or accurate, and kind of force you to make a clarification. A, a big value of doing this is the deal flow that you get because of Barbara's exposure on Shark Tank. Is that accurate?
1: Hundred percent, right. I just wanted to clarify, but you're right. Got it. So uh, to answer your your question, though, uh, each of our syndicate backers. Has the ability to opt in or opt out of any investment there's no obligation at all so they can look at the deal and say okay i like this one or i don't if they like it and they invest like using your example you invest two thousand dollars the most likely uh exit scenario is an acquisition that's how you really make money the company ultimately is acquired and as shareholders we all cash out and we're happy um, IPO is always another route to go. Of course, that's very, very unusual, very uncommon. Mm-hmm. And so have you had any exits yet? Uh, we have not had exits in the uh, syndicate portfolio yet, uh, although there are two uh, that are unannounced in the portfolio. So there aren't any announced yet, but there are a few, there are two that have not yet been These announced.
0: are in still in due diligence phase. It's not public yet. Then maybe get an announcement in the next few months. Uh, one, uh, one has been signed and the
1: other is finishing due diligence okay. signed, but not announced.
0: A- okay, great. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to dig a little bit more into the details here. So again, I put 2000 in, I'm literally pushing this blue little button on angel list, right? There's not like a typical, you know, per, you know, you know, stock agreement, or I'm not getting, you know, paperwork. Like I usually do. Oh, no. no, You do. You I get do. All
1: the paperwork. Absolutely. Yeah. AngelList. So what are
0: those docs? What are the docs so that I would said- sign?
1: The AngelList platform is fantastic for handling all of those investor details, all the paperwork, all the documents. And the structure of the deal can be uh, a few different uh, formats. It's either equity or it's a convertible note in one variety or another. There are several varieties of convertible notes. So it's either a convertible note that converts into equity or it's a straight equity purchase, and either way, you're going to get all the proper documentation, whether it's a stock purchase agreement or the note and note
0: purchase agreement. So if I go into Barn and Willow, you guys are essentially the lead investor. You present the the syndicate opportunity on AngelList. I, let's say I put two grand in. I'm actually going to be on the cap table for like .001 percent, right, or whatever valuation you guys have agreed to.
1: Not exactly. All of our backers, and this is true for every AngelList syndicate, all backers are um, combined into one entity, one special purpose vehicle that AngelList creates. And that entity, which is a limited partnership, will invest uh,
0: and be the entity on the cap table for, for the company. And how is that LLC run in terms of approving or disapproving and actually control in the company? Who represents those folks on the cap table?
1: So the LLC is managed by an independent third-party company called Assure Fund Management. And and they basically will consult with us on any kind of major decision. So if it's a decision like, should we convert the note to equity at this stage? They'll check with us, see what we're doing, get our recommendation. But ultimately, it's their decision.
0: The reason I'm digging here is one of the big concerns when this stuff came out, where you could basically go into deals for very little money, is there was a lot of these trolls that would put a thousand bucks into every deal specifically so they could sue the companies on the on the opportunity of a big upside. And so you guys feel good about how Angelist is managing that risk in your syndicate deals?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think there's a the structure allows for an individual um, uh, investor to sue the company because the individual is not the shareholder
0: or noteholder. Yeah. Okay, great. And so you said you've done 38 deals so far in the syndicate and make that a money amount for me. So how much have you put into all these 38 deals together?
1: Oh, it's about um, uh, seven, seven and a half million dollars, something like that. This is
0: your money plus the the folks that have jumped in your syndicate. Yeah, it's actually it's closer. I'm sorry. It's it's probably about 8 million. Yeah, that's it. And so, Phil, why do you guys – I mean, I imagine if you wanted to, you could pretty easily go out and raise a 20 or $30 million venture capital fund, right, and not worry about syndicates at all. Why mess around with this? Uh, I
1: don't consider messing around. I, I think it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's really um, very true to Barbara's mission. Uh, about making uh, venture investing sort of more accessible to the average investor. Um, She's all about that. And she talks about that occasionally on Shark Tank. And uh, she wants to allow people to invest with her and share ideas and, and bring their knowledge to the table. So I think, you know, we both believe strongly in that. And this is a great model. We have our backers are fantastic in terms of the network. You would think, In your example, that investing $2,000 in a deal, you might not feel that vested. You might not do a lot of work to try to help the company. Nothing could be further from the truth. Our syndicate backers go out of their way to help our portfolio companies all the time. They make introductions, they uh, will do strategic, uh, provide strategic advice, all kinds of different things. And it's a wonderful uh, relationship. And that comes out of bringing them on board and making it accessible and making it uh, making it early for them. Whereas in your point, if you had a fund with LPs, they, they generally are strictly financial investors, right? They're not interested so much in helping out or they don't have the time to. They're building a, a large portfolio. But the, the, the individuals who are investing smaller amounts. It's more meaningful to them, and they are actually doing quite a bit of
0: helping. Yeah, the, you, this is a marketing engine for you guys, right? If you can get 100 a, a people to put in 1000 bucks, those 100 people are essentially working for you and bringing up the name of these brands in their backyard barbecues and et cetera. You're saying those folks are way more incentivized to help the companies grow.
1: Well, yeah, and they're, they're doing a lot for the companies, not just talking about it or tweeting about it, but making introductions, really doing like some significant uh, work, yep. which is great. And there's no obligation to do that,
0: yep. but they do it because they have a vested interest. Yeah. Now, we have to talk about the dark side of this. Now, I, I'll preface this by saying well, uh, well, what I think the dark side is. Maybe you'll challenge me and prove me wrong. I, I can be convinced people love you. People love Barbara, right? They just want to give you guys a big hug when they see Barbara on TV, Barbara right? They love you guys, right? The grandma that just loves Barbara, they see a younger Barbara in themselves. They eat it Tom Plus Chi, right? They buy the products Barbara invests in. They say, I'm going to put a grand into the syndicate. I don't know what the heck investing means, but I love Barbara. Barbara and you know that some of these deals, they just, they won't work out. So for that person that is not, financially educated on what exposure to this kind of investing means if they lose a grand in one of these deals how do you manage that
1: i'm so glad you asked that first of all the deals are only available to accredited investors i see and explain to my audience what that means Sure so an accredited investor you have to meet certain criteria in terms of net worth or annual income and it's a, it, there are multiple uh, criteria you can use but you have to be a sophisticated investor and have a significant net worth or annual income so the example you used of you know a grandmother sitting around wanting to put $1000 in she might not be an accredited investor and probably won't won't qualify Uh, The other thing is we are very careful about sharing up front with anyone who applies to be in our syndicate a little bit about startup investing and the risks involved. So we're very clear that it's likely you're going to lose your money on each individual investment, right? And the idea is to build a portfolio. Don't invest in one or two or three companies. Build a portfolio that's diversified. Because... Odds are you're going to lose your money in any one particular deal. And we put that in every deal uh, write-up that we do as well. We say, look, the risks are significant. The likelihood is that you're going to lose your money. And so we try to make it very clear.
0: Are you guys on Angelist cap table? Have you invested in AngelList, the company? No, I have not. So why choose AngelList to do this? What, talk me through that decision. Sure. AngelList, we've, I've looked at every platform out there. Name a
1: few. Uh, Funders Club, um, you know, our crowd. There, there are lots of them. Funders Club is terrific. There are a lot of good platforms, but we feel like Angelist uh, is the best. Uh, they're, they're, they're streamlined. The process is really uh, buttoned up. I mean, they really handle it very, very professionally. Documentation is great, and also um, the relationship they have with, as I mentioned, Assure Fund Management, the third party, works very smoothly very little in the way of fees that they charge or anything like that so it's like it's a really nice smooth relationship and and the people there who are run Angelist are the best i just think they're they're top-notch so i mean they do a great job
0: so i have to ask you real quick because i'm sitting here you know we're in a business interview i'm trying to be all serious and i see this beautiful moving picture behind your head what is going on what is this
1: Ah, I'm glad you asked. Uh, that is a digital frame from one of our portfolio companies called Mural. It's okay. spelled M E. It's spelled M E U R A L. Mural. M E U
0: R A L. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And uh, a very, very cool product. So they have like thirty or forty thousand of the most popular images, artwork from around the world, from the world's best museums. And they've licensed those uh, pieces of art. I mean, you can get the Mona Lisa, you can get, you know, a- anything from, from Monet to, you know, modern art. And, and you can set it to uh, to display whatever collections you want and to display as often as you want. It'll change. I haven't set, I think, to change the image every 10 minutes, but it can ch- you can change it to every minute, every hour. You can upload your own artwork. Huh. And... Uh, so what's, the cost? It. what's
0: that frame cost that you have up there?
1: Uh, I think their retail is six hundred dollars. It's the you can't see it probably on Skype, but the quality of the image is phenomenal. It's like you feel like you can the texture of the of the artwork is
0: there. I wish you could hide like, the, I wish there was a way to hide the cord.
1: Oh yeah. Well, actually, I just don't have it on the wall yet. But it, on the wall it would look better. But also, they're working on a battery powered version, which oh wow. would be cool.
0: How much have they raised total? um i'm not sure of the total when did not you guys sure. get we in. Put in yeah we got in early
1: and i think we put in about 300 or 350 uh i don't know the total amount of the round off hand
0: and is your guys's model just for people listening that just love you know barbara and you guys and what you're doing and they're thinking i wonder if barbara would invest in me what kinds of deals are you guys doing is it only equity do you con- do convertible notes are you always the lead we participate in a bigger syndicate by a bigger vc how do you think about that
1: yeah we we equity and notes, both, doesn't matter. Uh, number one uh, criterion that, that weeds out a lot of companies is that we only invest in post-revenue companies, right? We don't do anything pre-revenue. You must be generating revenue. And, you know, at least sort of 15 20,000 a month at a very, very minimum. Most are much more than that, but that, that would be at a, at a very minimum level. Um, we are industry agnostic, but we're really focused on companies that are capital efficient. So, if you're coming to us and you're saying, "Look, I'm burning through a lot of money. I'm looking to raise
0: money, but I'm going to have to raise again in six months," he's talking to probably all you tech founders ours. burning half a million per month with two months of runway,
1: yeah, right? Probably, probably not our deal. We look for runway. We really like companies that are getting close to break even or cash flow positive. They don't have to be there yet, but we want we want to see a, a path. Break even. We want to see that they can get there in the foreseeable future, and uh, that they're spending on on adding fuel to the fire. That they can grow the company. They're not just doing development. They're they're spending for sales and marketing, and really trying to trying to grow. Good. So, and so we're industry agnostic. So we look at everything, but
0: capital efficient. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia. Went to Sydney. Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, fifteen different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is I had a guy named Drew Cannoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, Take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods, and they're perfect if you're not traveling but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at NathanLatka.com forward slash juice. That's NathanLatka.com forward slash juice. Good stuff, Bill. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, the Lean Startup. Number, yeah. two, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Who's not following Elon Musk? <laughs> number, <laughs> Who, how did you not follow him? Everybody. Number three, is there, uh, is there a favorite online tool you have like Acuity Scheduling?
1: Oh, I have to plug one of my favorite portfolio companies, Laughly. They do streaming of stand up comedy. Oh, that's cool.
0: It's hilarious stuff, Laughly. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven and a half. And what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? Happily married with two kids. And are they, I mean, are these young or out of the college, empty nesting? What? Uh, One's about to go to college, one's just finishing up. Very good. And how old
1: are you, my boys?
0: That's good, man. And how old are you, Phil? I'm 50, but I feel like I'm um, 25. You look 25. You're good stuff. Take us back. Last question. Take us back 30 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Savor the moment. (laughs) Be in the moment. Just savor. There you guys have it from Phil Nadal. He's partnered up with Barbara Corcoran. They've really figured out Angelist syndicates. They've done over put over 7.5 million bucks into over 38 different companies. He's looking for companies doing at least 15 to 20k per month and a minimum in revenue, not burning a lot of cash, close to break even. Great guy, great products, great team. Phil, thank you for taking us to the top. Check
1: us out on Angelist. Thank you, Nathan. (laughs) See ya.
0: If you enjoyed Phil today, go back and listen to Joseph yesterday. He quit his job with four kids to launch a business that might surprise you. It has to do with briefcases. Go tune in to yesterday's episode to see how he juggles it all. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like oh, we're giving away cars and I have something special for you today.